What's up, Bottom Nation? Shout out to the tops of Bottom Nation. I, I know I call you all bottoms because you're laughing and you're having a good time listening to the pod. And that's what I mean by bottom. I mean a comedic, experiential bottom. But to the tops who feel left out, I see you. You are valid. And you are my bottom. <laughs> and then, uh, first of all, ad-free episode. You will not hear my voice doing any sponsorships here. So this is about probably 99% funded uh, by the Patreon this episode. Uh, most things are majority funded by the Patreon. So go check it out, patreon.com slash WSGS. It's going to be funding my comedy special that I'm taping. You get bonus episodes, comp tickets, all kinds of stuff. It really helps. We're bringing on more team members to make even more content for you. Uh, so go check it out. And then my tour dates every Sunday in New York. And then I've got coming up Philly, Milwaukee, uh, Ohio, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Charlotte. I have Charlotte in like probably this weekend. Um, come through. Every show is a lot of fun and different. And I love connecting with you and meeting you in real life and seeing your faces. It's such a gift to perform for all of you. And then this week, one of my favorite comedians in the city, Sharia Mattis, we get into her fibroids, which might be the largest of all time. <laughs> and the last time that she was strapped while she had the fibroids. And it is a really, really funny story. And if you don't know about fibroids, it's like kind of a great uterine ovary person episode for you. I learned a ton. And yay, we have a new temp co-host filling in, my friend Maddie Weeder. They are so good. I've loved filming with them. Go DM them a kind note if you enjoy them on this episode. They're one of the funniest people that I've ever met in my life and such a sweetheart, a truly genuine kind person. I might touch my foot during that. Can you just zoom in so my foot is not in the frame? You can, you can keep that in if you want. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you, and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I'll do a finger blast from the past. I'll do the last time I got strapped almost a year ago. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> it's really sad because it wasn't a good time because I still had the fibroids. Yeah, I thought they'd shrunk. I had believed. We started fucking and, and uh, you know, I used to pride myself on the way I took strap. And so I was like, I started to fake it, you know what I mean? But if you're faking it with a strap on, <laughs> like that's just theater. Like nobody's... <laughs> Actually, is a better way to hold it? However. <laughs> That's perfect, Alex, actually. Alex, zoom. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> That's perfect. Alex, actually. This is how zoom. you have to hold the mic. Zoom on them. Um, for the listener at home, I'm going to do an audio description of uh, uh, Maddie is fingering, <laughs> deep fingering. You've never fingered a woman. No. Yeah, and you're fingering that mic. <laughs> and you're fingering that mic like a pro. I'm practicing. Yeah. Thank you. 
You've never fingered a woman? No, I'm That's like the theoretically thing. queer. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that, you know, when they build a rocket and they go to space, they have to run all the models. I've done all the math. I'm right. 100% into pussy. I see. But we but have not gotten the funding. No yes. Yes. <laughs> We're okay. still on the ground. The program is on shaky legs. Right, right, yeah. right. We don't need any more government. If, listen, if we keep, if we real, if we're electing conservatives into congress maddie will never finger a woman that will never happen um (laughs) but you're here on a very special day because i don't know how much you know about the podcast we're in the apartment we're having we are in the apartment i have been filming on the road because i'm touring everywhere you little piece of shit okay bottom nation i need you to get out of my text list so you know that i'm coming to your city all right so we've been laugh out loud you piece of shit (laughs) you guys are like my lesbian audience both of you guys were like can we laugh at this it's a joke if you don't laugh at it, then I'm yelling into the void at my followers. I didn't want you to start yelling at me. Well, I was laughing because you looked so scared, and I was like, also you little bottoms. Like, god damn, this is some real this this top is, energy. Yeah, work, work, no, work. it's Bottom Nation. That's yeah. their names. That's all of their names. They're all named Bottom. All bottom if you're listening to this, you thought you were named Diana, but your name is Bottom. <laughs> um, but yes, I've been filming out of hotel rooms virtually, and. We're, we've been at a co-host switch. Yeah. So the, every now and then the podcast switches it up and I didn't have a permanent replacement idea. So I've been running through people who the listeners have just been like, I really like this person. I would like to see them as, as a temporary co-host. So we just did the Breezin with Brianne Williamson, yeah. tis the Breezin. And now we're in a new era with a youngin. Uh, a back to the youth in the sound booth, but you have a special name, Maddie. Oh, I've been told I have a new name, but I haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, on the episode that you did, mm-hmm. you said you were questioning your gender. Mm-hmm. You called yourself the question mark. I said a question mark, and you said you identify as a question mark, and I said yes, because I'm curvy and I have a period. Right. Hilarity ensues. So I, isn't that such a good that's line? <laughs> Thank you. Isn't that such a good line? No, that's genius. So <laughs> then I was thinking, what if I called you... Two kind of two things. Okay. The formal name would be the question mark to keep me out of question. Because Maddie's, oh. we don't like it. We don't like it. Maddie's <laughs> whole job, Maddie's whole job is to keep me from getting canceled. Yes. yes. I'm, so I'm, I was, I was thinking checks. the question mark to keep me out of question. But I also do want to call you the virgin because <laughs> you are... You are a gay virgin. I'm a gay virgin. And I don't know if I'm aging myself here, but you you're, you might be a virgin, but you can drive. And that's... <laughs> no, that's timeless. Timeless. You Clueless think so? is timeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Clueless. I love Clueless. It's one of the... I would say it's one of the best movies of all time. I really would say that. I yeah. really would say that. It's, I, no, it it is. And what's her name? Alicia. Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, um, yes. my queer awakening. Really? Really? I, I just assumed I, you were born I, like... <laughs> You passed through your mom's <laughs> pussy and you were like, that's it. Like, you just seemed so you, in it. You I, were wearing a backwards cap as soon as you popped out. <laughs> this is the placenta, actually. Right. <laughs> um, but no, no, I, I definitely always knew I was gay. But for me, Alicia Silverstone wasn't like a gay awakening. You're right. It was like a sexual awakening. Mm. When I saw Alicia Silverstone in that movie, I was like, that I love her. Do you know who, I still love her. Do you know who mine is? Who? Have you ever heard of Debrat? Debrat? Damn it! Uh, Debrat, tat, 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 tat. It's pretty old. Okay, I'm old. This is. She was. She's still. How like, old are you? I mean, we're recording, so I don't really. I am 28, but I'm actually. I'm. I'm. I'm 35. 
Oh, really? Okay, that explains why you're so good at comedy. So we today on the podcast, we have Sharia Mattis, everybody. I'm going to swoop in and do one of these. You are such a good comedian. Everyone talks about what a good comedian you are. I thought you were like 25. Yes, yes. No, I am. Actually, <laughs> I actually am. But, but I, so you've only been doing comedy for like three years. Yeah. Two of those years were during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I saw Sharia perform, finally, after hearing Sharia this, Sharia that, Sharia this, Sharia that. Really? Yes. When I saw you perform, it made me angry how good you were. <laughs> okay, that's Your great. crowd control is incredible. It's You're like just... the highest comedian compliment. I, like, I saw you and I wanted to kill myself. Oh, my God. Like, oh my God thank you so much. I'm that good. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. I'm about no, to slide true. off this fucking couch right now. This is like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, thank you're you. so good. And thank I'm so you. glad that you're here. And I'm so glad to be starting a new chapter with Maddie. And yeah, this is my first non-Patreon, like, real co-host yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. We've hung out a little bit. We've done some You're Having Gay Sex episodes. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Fund the fucking podcast. Pay Alex. Pay Maddie. One dollar. That, that one might also be broken. Oh, that's a broken. I but gonna, not, I don't know that. I was that, trying to elevate the mood and oh, I really killed yeah. it. Yeah, that's the oh buzzer, Oh, my God. Though. I'll learn this. Yeah, we I'll gotta, learn it. Honestly, we need to update it because we're going to put Kate's laugh on the soundboard, too. <laughs> oh, perfect. In honor of in Kate. In honor of Kate. Um, but, yeah, so that's, uh, that's I don't know. You were saying something. Who was saying something? Sorry, we were talking about how you're a virgin who can drive. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, back to me being a virgin. Maybe oh, something. God forbid we forget that. <laughs> Maybe something like. <laughs> so your, your job is to keep me from getting canceled, and I'm wondering what kind of virginal. I don't know. Write in about like Maddie's a, virginity. I'm like a gay virgin hall monitor. <laughs> I mean, it just gets cooler every word you add. <laughs> the oh hall God. monitor. Oh Are you saving it? For- I'm going to go with, yeah, you're like our little nerd. <laughs> you're like our virgin little dweeb. That's like, Ashley, technically you can't say that. that- <laughs> You're the dweeb. No, those windows don't open. I want to kill myself. <laughs> no, that's good. That's very befitting my vibes, I think. Yeah. Unfortunately, I yeah. I love it. Very I feel like, like SpongeBob vibes. If like this squ- is this is your first uh, non-Patreon yeah. thing, and you're, I think the more we talk about what a virgin you are, the more likely you are to get some pussy. <laughs> Just to oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, when Maddie was on the podcast, yeah. we said everyone slide into Maddie's DMs. And we talked about this before on the Patreon, but I think it bears repeating. Everyone did, and it was really nice. And then I was really overwhelmed because there were like 200 like lesbians and pretty queer people being like, hey, if you're ever like in this city. And I was like, ah, so thank you. It was yeah, really it, nice. Also, if you're looking at- I was just about to say, you better slide into these DMs, please. It's <laughs> like 200. And you know, no, no, nobody was like- I feel that. No, no, it was that I was nervous. I here's the thing, here's the thing that people don't get. People, like I have friends who like. I love that you think that she was turning them down. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't like, and none of them were up to my standard. No, I was like <laughs> mortified of like talking to a pretty girl. Like, but, but here's the thing that people are like, like I have friends who make fun of me and are like, oh, you're bisexual, but you like haven't slept with anyone. And it's like, but I've barely slept with men. It's like not. <laughs> it's not that I'm like not gay enough. I'm like not anything. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a. It's not like the ratios 
like two hundred to zero. It's like right. two to zero. Like it's right. a it's like soccer game level. You know what I mean? <laughs> we it's like it only takes one person to turn the whole score, and then we're you know what I mean? It's, not, really, like a, it's not a basketball game. We can it's a still turn game. this season around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're no make- longer theoretically queer if you're comparing it to soccer. <laughs> that is officially gay. Like like really? <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a fun episode. This is good energy. This is great energy, especially because it's fucking hot in here. Thank you for saying it. This is another reason why we need. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I love this podcast. We're we're moving. I'm moving. And we're we're getting a dedicated space in the apartment. It'll still be this couch and it'll still be this amazing sign that Alex made. But also Patreon.com slash WHGS because one of the reasons we're moving is so that we can run air from outside of the room so that it won't affect the sound. But we cannot be sweating our fucking asses off. That we have it permanently dedicated. So please go fund it. Um, and I'm. This might be. These are our last few. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Oh, really? Oh my God. These are our last few episodes in this apartment where we. I'm sorry. Where we started this, and I'm just really. I'm just really honored that we've made it to this level, and that I'll have a bedroom door. That's another really big part of it <laughs> yes. that I'm super excited about. But anyway, let's get to you. What's yeah. what's new? Yes. What do yeah. you? So you're a comedian. Yeah, yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty new comedian. I yeah, I'm pretty new. I'm pretty new. I I feel like uh yeah, like uh I I it took me. I was always like a comedy nerd. Yeah, like that was always my thing. But I have I have multiple mental illnesses. Not to brag, um, but <laughs> <laughs> like I had really bad, really really bad anxiety, really really bad depression, kind of bad agoraphobia, and but I loved comedy. Like I was one of those people. Like I used to follow. Which Mark one's Marin. agoraphobia? When you're afraid to leave your house. That's what I thought. Yes, yes. Uh, so I had that pretty bad. So it was like I'm not gonna do comedy. That'd be insane, you know? So I never... Because comedy creates mental illness. <laughs> I mean... That's what I don't think people realize. It's a it's a brutal field. Well, and it's like the worst thing for all three of those. Is like you're in like a huge crowd of people, the anxiety of being on stage, and then the depression of like the low lows of like you're going to bomb eventually. And like, I mean, I relate to that hugely. It's like the worst thing you can do. I just And couldn't. we're doing it forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, yeah, it, it was just... It, it wouldn't have made any it still doesn't actually make any sense that I would do comedy but I did I went to Asia and I started doing like yoga and like all that stuff and I'm medicated and I am medicated very very medicated <laughs> don't worry uh and so and like that and maybe in therapy yes and I'm in therapy but I wasn't in therapy for a long time I okay. wasn't in therapy for a long time because I was like was traveling and didn't have money can I move from comedy into your fibroids? Yeah, sure. Because That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I just slip into your fibroids? You can say, absolutely. If there's any leg room in there? <laughs> I, I do now, but I didn't. <laughs> I because I, uh, while I know the listeners love comedy stuff, they love sex stuff more and uterus stuff and you know body parts stuff and stuff yeah. like that. Because you talk about it in your act. I do. Yeah. You are without uterus. You're sans uterus. Yes. Yes. I'm. I'm. I'm traveling light. that's right i got extra extra room if i ever need to like do a carry-on luggage and i don't have enough you just pop them right up in there do you have extra so what does that mean why did you do it what start there why did you do it um i mean i just knew that the supreme court was just gonna fuck us over (laughs) 
No, I wanted to be prepared, unlike the Democrats. Um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, so I actually tried a billion things. I tried a billion things before it, like it. Got- I, I'm assuming because it's quite a deal, quite a thing to get yes. your uterus removed. Yes, like I and you I, had fibroids. I had a ton of fibroids. I had all the fibroids, and like they were really big. They were so big that I like. I can get explicit, right? Yeah. I literally. Can you get? Are you? Joking? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> See, that's different from like ah, I was going down on her to like my fibroids was sticking out. Like it's not. I like that you sexy. have a gender transition during the fight. <laughs> these these fucking fibroids. I feel like a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna slide under Sharia's hood and I'm gonna check out these fibroids. I'm on a dolly. Roll me under there. <laughs> that's how they do it at the gynecologist. They- <laughs> true it is kind of i always think of it as like shop talk when i I have to stop (laughs) this is another thing i'm working in working on in therapy but like like when you're going through that process because it's such a long process like when you're going through that process your connection to that part of you is just mechanical right right? you're just like yeah so what's going on in there you know like there's no there was no more of the. You like, have a lot of people poking around down there. You're trying to get a diagnosis. It becomes. And the way they talk to you, like they talk to you, mad fucking out of pocket. Like, like literally, I woke up during one surgery, and the doctor was literally saying, "Oh my god, her uterus is gigantic." <gasps> That is an actual thing. And you woke up and you went, oh my God, thank you. I know, right? I, I woke up. I was like, uh, please put me back to sleep uh, while y'all talk mad shit about my uterus. Like, what the fuck? Can you believe they talk about you like that while you're under? They're like doing a stand-up bit. They're like, her uterus is so big. How big is it? Like, this uterus is so big. I don't know. I don't even know. I had, I had that one. I, I had to get a pollinidal cyst removed. You know what that is? It's yes. like a cyst, but it's like at the top of your ass crack. And apparently one in 10 people get them and there's just a stigma. So a lot of people actually have them. It's just a stigma <laughs> about talking about it. My doctor said that. He was like, one in 10 people get it. You just like don't know about it because nobody would ever tell them anyone that they had this because it's disgusting. Yo, I have you, got to okay? get a girl to check out my butthole. <laughs> it's so painful. But the doctor, they apparently mine was like really bad because I had to get full surgery for it. And when they like, <laughs> so we're just relating to you on the like people judging you. Like I went and to the no doctor. no one's having sex with you, Maddie. That's so crazy. I think that those things might be. We have gotten to the worst part, which is that they spread open my ass cheeks, and I heard the doctor behind me go, (laughs) and I was like, no, you can't make that noise. And he had like medical students shadowing him. It was like four people looking into my asshole, and he went, like a disappointed horse. It was the worst <laughs> moment of my life. <laughs> okay, there's a he, Friends he, episode he, like that. <laughs> he looks at your butthole goes, <sighs> can we get the bigger pliers, please? <laughs> I'm going to need the biggest scalpel you got. You don't have the eight inch? Call the other hospital. Call the butcher. We need a meat cleaver. <laughs> no, doctors literally should not be allowed to like say anything other than like, Yes, technically, this is what's happening, and goodbye. Yes, I that when we're, I we're very off the rails. Okay. I don't want to interrupt you, but I was thinking people might not know what a fibroid is. But yes. say your thought, because I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, no. I just when I when I went to the to the for um, a consultation for one of the surgeries, the doctor greeted me and said, "Sharia, nice to meet you." you young lady have a very large uterus i was like yo what the fuck is wrong with you people that's not how do you talk to me 
be like, I almost beat his ass. Like, how are you going to talk to me That's like that? You're crazy. To be fair, though, if two people have said it to you, you probably really do that. <laughs> An enormous uterus. No, it was huge. It was very large. And yeah. very, well, let's introduce ourselves because we haven't even really introduced <laughs> Oh, shit. Sorry, yeah, so, I'm, I'm, I'm anal cyst. Maddie, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. I'm Ashley Gavin, cis, gay, white woman. She, her pronouns. Come see me on tour, patreon.com slash WHGS. I'm, I'm going to do a special. And we're Woo! gonna we're gonna fund it we're gonna fund it on Patreon. I don't know. I'm all over the place. And then, as always, for the next little while, <laughs> but also for the first time, your your hall monitor to make sure I can keep sliding down your hall <laughs> keeps me from getting canceled. It's Maddie Weiner, everybody. Do you mind introducing yourself in the style that I just did? Yes, I'm Maddie Wiener, she, they pronouns, figuring out gender stuff, bisexual, uh, born in the fall. <laughs> what else was it? <laughs> uh, I think you did it. That's it. And I do comedy and that's how we know each other. And Yes. Uh, yeah. And go follow Maddie on, on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is at Maddie T. Wiener. And I got stand-up tour dates on there, all that good stuff. Very good. And Tria, do you mind introducing yourself in that format? Yes. Whatever you think the people need to know at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sharia Mattis. I am a cis queer uh, woman. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm, uh, my pronouns are she, her, though. My pronouns are she, her. There's no, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I have no uterus, so. Get at your girl. You know what I mean? Get up in here. And uh, so just to dive back in, what's a fibroid and why did you have to have it? Yes. So fibroids are benign tumors that grow uh, along the uterus, usually outside the uterus. Some can be inside the uterus. Um, and they're usually like very common. They're very common. Most people have them. Y'all probably have them. Sometimes, mostly they're very small. Like they're like pea size. You know what mm. I mean? But like mine were massive mine were very big and had probably been growing since i was like a teenager right so i'd had symptoms always and i complained what are the symptoms very extremely heavy periods extremely painful periods Mm. uh like you can feel them sometimes like when they're very large oh my god yes oh it gets real graphic like you could feel them from the outside but when i finally got them checked out was when i i like was masturbating and i could feel it like protruding from out like past my cervix you know what oh I mean? my god yeah and which is terrifying terrifying what, can I, this is gonna be the grossest question ever but what do they feel like uh, <laughs> asking for a friend like <laughs> like smooth meatballs i don't know oh how do you <laughs> like mine were relatively smooth but like you know just like like flesh you know just like gross they're not great they're not great <laughs> it's not great it's not it's not quality they, they yeah they feel like kind of smooth but you were like, like they're cool they're like a fidget spinner like a f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i keep it for when i'm bored <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish i wish they had some sort of <laughs> like, don't cut it out if you could just like carve it into a <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can okay. you add an axle to it? Because if you can add an axle and I can give it a quick. <laughs> yeah. it's, it was actually kind of weird to like, sometimes I would literally just like in the middle of the day, just check in, in on yeah, it. Check in on it. Just so, like, but I, I imagine in most cases they just remove the fibroids. So some cases like they have the myomectomy, right? Um, but my, like upfront, they kind of told me like you should get a hysterectomy and I didn't want to do it. 
So they put me on. Usually they'll put you on if they're if you catch them early enough, they'll just put you on birth control until they're small enough that you can just do a myomectomy. But because mine were so large and so numerous, like there were so many of them. Are you a superhero? (laughs) Doesn't it sound sort of like an origin story? It kind of is my origin story. It's my villain origin story. <laughs> but it's definitely my origin story. Like I, I like I've completely like because you become obsessed with it and it and it like set me down this rabbit hole. So I ended up writing a pilot about it. And now my like manager is trying to sell it in the back of that's great truck. Uh, and, <laughs> and it's like getting some you know because people have it and like they don't talk about these things. Like mm-hmm. my mom had them. Yeah, and she never talked about them until I. Well, now I'm super style. worried. I have them. I mean, don't be super worried. It's fine. You're probably, they probably, if you have them, they're probably super small. Um, Oh my God, thank you. Yeah. No, (laughs) you're like skinny. So it's like, (laughs) they're like cute and slimming. But like, that's a joke. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be body negative uh, about your fibroids. But like, (laughs) ask, ask. I had to specifically ask for an internal exam to check four fibroids ask specifically because there's a huge like chasm in most medical schools even gynecologists about like learning about fibroids even though they're so common. that's great advice yeah i go back for my pap soon so maybe i'll i'll get a fibroid yes check. i never have to do that i don't have a cervix anymore but you still you still have your the eggs, the eggs yes. which is great yeah sure it's I great. mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, do are we gonna have kids? Is the planet gonna melt? I don't we care do- about that. I, I don't really care about that. I'm definitely. This, is, this is the grossest thought I've ever had. But wait, it, uh, do you have sex with men? Can I ask you that? I so yeah, I was gonna ask because, you. Because well, okay, question, I I technically have sex with some men, but mostly not cis men. Is that okay? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't the gross question, by the way. I was like, no, was that was pretty fucking gross. No, because I was like imagining if I. <laughs> how could so you fucking graphic. ask her that? This is so That's graphic, disgusting. Was like, is that how you see me? <laughs> this is we're having gay sex. How fucking dare you? You're Look, fired. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I was gonna say another kind of not gay thing, but it made me laugh. Well, well, my question was, I did wonder if it feels different. Well, because I was thinking from a guy's, but if I got my uterus removed and I had sex with a guy, I know that he's like, I've been with guy. Okay. Pretty lucky. It was with guys who like hit my cervix before. Oh yeah. That sounds but I'm like, that if, sounds so lucky. Right? Yeah, sounds- what? <laughs> oh my God. How fortunate, how fortunate of you that you've been railed into oblivion. <laughs> but I'm just thinking if there's nothing there and he does it. And then there's just like wind on the tip of his dick. You know what I mean? Like, that's really funny to yes. me. If it's like open, if he... <laughs> wind no yes if you if you go down on me and like make a sound you can hear an echo <laughs> like, it's, it's perfect it's amazing and i i understand the difference between a uterus and a vagina but i was i was genuinely curious whether or not it affected i mean so here's the thing i actually haven't had like i haven't had strap since the hysterectomy and we're gonna do it right now yes <laughs> patreon.com slash whgs <laughs> The content you've been waiting for. It is the content. How deep been. inside of Sharia can we get? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Waka, waka, waka. No, no, no. You're like, I go all the way through now. Yes. <laughs> I had a joke like that when I, I had a joke like that that I used to try out a little bit and people were 
horrified. <laughs> well, this is the most banter we've ever done up top, I think. Oh, shit, my bad. So, yeah. no, but, I, but the reason I wanted to do it was just because I felt like we've never had this per- perspective, and I really wanted the listeners to. So we're going to get into the gay sex, if you guys yes. are cool with the gay sex. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off the All, end of you talking about the oh, pipe yeah. so. What was I talking about? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Okay, as long as I didn't. Am I doing bad hosting? Because both of you guys are, like, so kind of bottomy every time I jump in and I'm like, oh, we're going to do that. You guys are like, I'm, yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we're all comfortable. Yes. Okay, great. So uh, I, did I have gay sex this week? What day is it? It's Monday. God, I would kill to not be able to keep track. Right? God damn. <laughs> I don't think I've had gay sex this week. Really? I haven't had sex on the road and I have not gotten, yeah, I, I, I think it's. You're been, in a relationship now, right? Re- no. No dry. It's been a dry. It's a dry week. So I'm gonna do a finger blast from the past. <laughs> um, I cannot believe that I've never told this story. So I'm a big. I'm a camp bitch. I love camp. I was. I went to the same camp. You love camp. I love camp. I went to the same camp my whole life. I was a counselor there, and then I did four years of counseling, and then I never changed out of the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> So much Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Because that was a really clean read. It really was. Here's the thing, though: if I weren't a comedian, I'd clearly own a camp. I'm, my personality is camp counselor. Like that's my, and I do feel like this podcast is weirdly. We're managing a community. We have a Discord. It's a great Discord, by the way. It's on my website if you want to go and join. It's super. It's got 5,000 queer people in it, and it's like a really nice invite. Yeah, do the, do the fingering claw. Yeah, I mic. feel like this is the easiest way to hold <laughs> yeah, the mic. Do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, um, So, But I, I love camp, and I became the junior counselor in training. I was the what we call the bungalow counselor, which is the highest level of counselor that you can get to. And I know bungalow doesn't mean anything to you guys, but it's so funny to explain camps to people who weren't at your particular <laughs> yes. camp. Because you're like, I, <laughs> I got to eagle rank. Oh, you don't, you're not cheering. Okay. Uh... <laughs> See, wow, if you live you in like, the like, greater really... Wisconsin area, you would like <laughs> know that it's like kind of a legendary thing and like only five people get it. Uh... <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, bungalow. Let me, can I re-enter the room and react accordingly? Yeah, I know. Cause you really looked around, uh, you know, bungalow. <laughs> and we were like. <laughs> okay <laughs> no but i feel you but i, I was you. a bungalow counselor yes. and i i the group of kids that i was in charge of were the 16 year old counselors in training okay. and i absolutely love that age i love working with teenagers i think it's the most fun because they're i'm not like a little teeny kid i'm like most comfortable like eight and up and i would even say middle school and up um that's like the age group that i work best with and so i was i just was so excited to do this and I had my own little cabin that I lived in alone now the rest of the camp was tents was oh. was canvas mm-hmm. tents what wood I've floors never, I, I'm with you I'm like I'm not that's some ghetto ass shit what kind of fucking camp is that no 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 <laughs> it, it was really simple living and I loved it and I was hell bent on bringing my girlfriend up for the summer so that I could share this so she came up and it's really cute because she was the uh, the tent counselor she was tent one the littlest kids in the whole camp and I had the oldest kids in the whole camp and we were dating the thing was we weren't allowed to tell anybody that we were dating because this is a long time ago yeah. this is 2010 that I was there and 
Also, like, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud because I'm about to alienate my relationship with this camp, but the camp directors were so fucking gay. Of course. They were so gay. They like lived together. They directors. slept in the... Yeah. Yes. But, but the thing was, they never came out, and I'm not even sure that they were physically intimate. Like, I think they were, like, very old-school lesbians in that, like, they never... They really just were very good friends. What? <laughs> Is that an old school lesbian thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, they were so repressed that they couldn't even. Yeah. They weren't, like, technically a couple. Yeah. Like, they were obviously in love with each other, but they but weren't. They, were. they didn't touch. Internalized. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I really believe that. Because they That's were. Some, like, portrait of a lady on fire. Right. Shit. That's right. Crazy. Exactly. <laughs> because they. The reason I think that. On the before, I was like, no, they fuck. They just don't tell anybody. But this was a really hard summer for me because I came out to them and my campers asked me if I was dating the girl and they were 16. And they directly asked me whether or not I was in a relationship with a woman. Mm. And I was like, I'm not lying because I'm in a position now where I either lie or I tell the truth. And so I told the truth and they got really mad at me, the camp directors, for coming out. They, they, nice. they explicitly, they wanted, like, they wanted me to ask for permission. They were just like, and I was just like, this is, if you guys were gay, like if you guys were fucking, you guys wouldn't be weird. Like, do you see what I'm saying? No, I, but they also might just be weird like that because there is like this fear that the that the gays are yes. trying to you yes know? i yeah. do think at that point there was a legitimate fear and still that if you are a queer person and you're queer and you're running a a single sex organization oh it's an all girls camp yes that the parents are gonna be oh, oh i think it's much less than it used to be i have bad news for those parents your kids <laughs> are fucking gay you're sick Eighteen-year-old child is like, I really want to go to spend my whole summer. I thought you were gonna do the opposite and go. If you are sending your kid to a single-sex organization, the directors are always gay. Yes, <laughs> that too, that too. But, but also, your kids are gay. Your kids are gay. Right, and it's like, it, yes, we know the whole thing. But the reason this this story is funny to me is because we would try to have sex, and it was very difficult for me and this girl to have sex because. You know, it's it's camp and it's all tents, but I had the one cabin. And so what she would very sneakily do, and if she ever got caught, man, we'd both be fired like that. So what she would very sneakily do is sometimes on our free time, we would go into my cabin, which was called the bungalow. I'm a bungalow counselor. Thank you. Yeah, the respect I deserve. We'd go into the bungalow. We'd draw the shades. And this is a flimsy little cabin. Like it's not, it's, it's very small. We'd close the door. We'd lock the door and the lock is a bathroom hook. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like a little teeny in the hole bathroom hook. So I, there was just this very hall monitory counselor. Give the hall monitory counselor a name. What's, what's her name? Virgin hall monitor. Virgin. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, that's my name. Uh, uh, Catherine. Catherine. Oh, that's good. So Catherine like was just always like very by the book, the rules. Like I was a lifeguard. So she always wanted me to do this lifeguarding shit. And I was like, I'm not doing the lifeguarding shit, Catherine. Like I'm a bungalow. Don't talk to me like that. (laughs) (laughs) The bungalows didn't have to do the lifeguarding shit. I don't know why she was asking me to do the lifeguarding shit. (laughs) You're right. I'm a bungalow. (laughs) You're right. She needs to give you the respect that you exactly are entitled to. I would, yeah. 
Whatever. I'm entitled to some respect. I put in my years. I did the lifeguarding. I did it. Yes, yes, yes. Now I'm a bungalow. I have other responsibilities. I don't have time for lifeguarding. Yeah, like fucking your girlfriend on your break. Exactly. (laughs) I earned the little lock on the door. Yes, yes. So periodically on a on a 45 minute period off, we would have just the quietest sex of all time in this bungalow. But then I don't know. There was must have been some sort of emergency. And when I say that this person was like hall monitor energy, it was just like by the book all the time. Just like super like, well, technically we need to. I sound like a bully. I sound like. No, a bully. no, no. I know who you're talking about. Like the narc I, bitches. Yeah. I know. Yeah. She was a narc. Yeah. I never did anything to Catherine. I never. The only disrespect that I did to Catherine was she asked me to lifeguard, which I felt personally was disrespectful. And I respectfully said, no, I'm not lifeguard. I'm on your side. Thank Fuck you. Catherine. Yeah. I, I don't, you, I don't know if you're friends yeah. with Catherine, Maddie, <laughs> but. No, I'm, on I'm on your side, side unless Catherine has a more successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so the weird. <laughs> Catherine has a huge gay sex podcast. Uh, oh no, God, no, I really was. I'm dumb. I was I'm like, Catherine is Corinne Fisher from, I was from Guys Me Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's Raina Greenberg. From, <laughs> Catherine's Joe Rogan. <laughs> I would fully believe that. <laughs> so anyway, Joe Rogan says to me, no, so Catherine, so I'm, I'm, I'm having a sex break with my girlfriend. The lock is on the door. Catherine runs up to my cabin and starts banging on the door. And we're fully naked in a twin bed. We pull the blanket over us. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I understand it. I, I think there must have been an emergency. And I said, and obviously it wasn't a real emergency because no. there's never been a real emergency at this camp in history. Yeah. I've been there for 12 years. There's never been one single real emergency. Ah, something's wrong. And she keeps banging and I go, she's freaking out about something. Cause I keep being like, okay, I hear you. Thank you. I'm getting changed. Cause that was the only thing that I could come up with to keep her out of my thing. And she keeps banging and I'm like, please, I'm getting changed. I'll be right out. I need two minutes. I'm getting changed. And when I tell you that Catherine ripped the lock <gasps> off my fucking door, she ripped the lock off my fucking door. And my amazing girlfriend at the time went so flat on that twin bed, pulled the blanket up over her. So it's just me tits out at the top of the bed. I pulled the blanket up over my boobies. I had a full conversation with Catherine with this naked woman like down by flat on the bed. And Catherine had no idea. And she was like, I'm so sorry that I walked in on you naked, like whatever. And then I just put my clothes on and I never got caught. And I, I fully thought I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired from my favorite job in the entire world for having gay sex with my girlfriend <laughs> in the bungalow. And it's going to be like a legendary, like I'm going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just the gayest place ever. But can you believe that she ripped the lock That's off my So what crazy. was the conversation that you had? Was it, what the fuck is your problem, bitch? Why? No, fu- no, I never. Because I think I was just so happy to not have been caught. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think I was just fully like, thank God. It's so annoying though, that someone person. who's by the book gets anxious and then is like, I'm breaking all the rules and I'm breaking into your bungalow. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I have my theories. I have my theories. What I'm very curious. I think Catherine was in love with either you or your <gasps> girlfriend. And knew exactly. I think y'all thought y'all were being slick as shit. But like y'all. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, on the way to the bungalow, like everybody knew y'all was fucking, but they, you know what I Well, mean? everyone knew we were fucking. Including Catherine, who was like, not on my watch. You know what's so cute? She had the little eight-year-old campers. And so one of the campers picked up on our loving vibe and would constantly look at us and be like, you guys are making a lot of eye contact. Like she would say things like she understood that there was a romantic vibe between us, but she didn't know how to articulate it. And she would be like, you guys are staring at, she would literally be like, you guys really stare at each other. <laughs> like this little eight year old kid. There. It was so cute. Y'all were being so fucking obvious. Yes. I, I can tell that you weren't, you're like, we got to be in the closet. Okay. <laughs> like, well, I'm a down. So it was not, it was, I think maybe people thought I, I think there's a possibility people knew I was in love with her and maybe it was not reciprocated. You think? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. I think everybody knew that she was fucking, yeah. including Catherine, who was I trying think to the be point anger. was you couldn't get caught. You, everyone could know, but you couldn't get caught. Yes, for sure. Especially as gay people, you'd be fired immediately. Exactly. This, people got caught straight all the time. Yeah. And they were never fired. Yeah. But the gay people were fired. Yep. And it was like a big deal. Yep. That, it was a big deal, like, for, like, to, to be a gay camp counselor, like, at the time in 2010. Like, yeah. It was a big deal. It was yeah. A big deal. Well, let's go to you. Yeah. Listener. No, you won't hear my voice on any ads today, which means this is heavily, heavily, heavily funded by Patreon, patreon.com slash WHES. Thank you. As you guys know, we have many weeks where we don't do any ads and we do way fewer ads on average than our similarly sized counterparts because of the name and content of the podcast, aka gay shit and sex shit. We sort of hit the intersection of two kind of taboos for media. Uh, for advertisers. So go help us out. You can donate as as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash WHGS. And then I am going on tour. Charlotte, Philly, Milwaukee, Ohio, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, and Irvine. Those are the ones coming up. And we have more being set right now. So get on the text alert. Because maybe you'll miss an episode. Maybe you'll miss me coming. But you will not miss a text from me. So, yeah. Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Sharia, did you have gay sex this week? Uh, oh, uh, no. Uh, no, I did not have gay sex this week. So uh, I'll do a, I'll do a finger, finger blast from the past. I'll do the last time I got strapped, which was almost a year ago. To the day. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> really sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you uh, grieving? I am. You know what? I I kind of because it wasn't a good time because I still had the fibroids. 
I thought like, oh. yeah, I thought they'd shrunk. I had believed. I had been on all this. I'd been on the Lupron. I'd been on the, I'd done the, uh, the uterine artery embolization. I did a bunch of shit and I was just kind of like feeling like it was smaller. And it, it was definitely smaller and I felt like it was small enough that I could take strap. Did you mostly have one big fibroid? No, it was, a, it was, it was many. Okay. But the one that I was most concerned about was the one that was closest to my cervix. The one know? poking out to the say hi. The one poking out, yes. Uh, the big, big, big one that I call Felicia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like really. You literally buy Felicia to your uterus? That's, yes, I did. Thank you. That's you beautiful. Got there. That's right, yes. I had to name her because it was like she was ever present in my mind and nobody else could see her. I went a little crazy, but uh, she, so like, I fucked this, uh, I was at a show, I met this non-binary fuckboy, you know, you know what I like. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't know what you like at all. You know the type of white I like. I, I don't know, why did you point at me and go, you know the type of white that I like? <laughs> I have never been so aggressively profiled in my life, Sharia. <laughs> you know the type of white I like. <laughs> no, because I tried to fuck one of your friends. I told oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> it's my type of white. I do know the type yeah, of white yeah, you yeah. like. So I, I, like a, I like a fat ass and a, and a, a short hair. <laughs> so, uh, so, like, you know, we we were hooking up everything was going well uh but they were a no touch me top which i am not a fan of uh but so they they, they brought two Cause you, straps because you like to give i like to uh, you know i like to be up in it i like you know what to, let me touch something you and know? to those of you who are not who don't like to be touched there's a partner for you as I'm well so, yes oh my god there are tons of partners for you there trust me yeah it is actually yeah i imagine there are plenty of people who yeah mostly, just love to be gone down on never have wait. to reciprocate can you fill me in on no touch top oh this oh, fucking baby nerd gay. this fucking oh, dweeb baby gay, i love you so for some reason or another maybe just preference maybe because of uh gender stuff all kinds of reasons there are people who just prefer not to be have their junk touched during sex oh touch me not yeah okay not. yeah i don't know i feel Usually, like a lot of them tops because they're giving yeah can you imagine if you're Be a, a really wild <laughs> listener if you know a touch me not bottom please write into your having gay sex because i need to know what that was i'm not saying it can't happen but i would love to know what the logistics are would you they have okay never mind i say no, i'm like do they have touch me not cis men <laughs> I've been looking my whole life. Serial killers. <laughs> oh, oh, no. They're called serial killers. I don't like to kiss. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but what? <laughs> I've never had that happen, but that would be horrifying. But do they make do they make strap-ons that have like a vibrator yes. for the wearer? Yes. Because that's been, that, that'll change my life. Yeah. Oh, yes. They have, and they brought uh, one like normal size vibe. In, in a fanny pack. We went on a date and they brought a Incredible. fanny pack at, full of two vibrators. Legendary. One was like normal size, medium size, and one was fucking massive, but- How it, big was the fanny pack? It was a pretty big fanny pack. It was like, <laughs> it was like one of those like- It's a duffel bag strapped <laughs> to this person's waist. Yes, basically. You've, you've seen those like big- Very big, okay. Yeah, those big like biker fanny packs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like I thought they had- Things, it was just full of vibrators. And so they threw them out on my, on the, and I, I, I was. I, Sounds like a drug deal. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> got your stuff. It kind of 
was. I was like really horrified actually by the second one. I was like, you yeah, know, tie that bit, big bitch out upside outside because I couldn't. But it had it had like a vibrator on it, so I wanted to. It didn't work. It was a strap with a vibrator yes, on it, and yes. the vibrator was stimulating them. Them, yes, and, and me, but I, I not yeah. really because it was just too big. And so we tried the other one, and that was too big too. I was like in so much pain. Oh, the the, the strap part of it. The part inside you. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. It was. What did you think the the belt I was too big? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> Just kept falling down. <laughs> Sorry, I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> Been hitting the gym. I can't keep my strap on. No, I mean, I can't I keep, keep my, my strap, strap on. on. Oh, I love that. That's um. No, yeah. So we. I don't know that we have one. <laughs> oh, you don't have a. We have that, but you don't have a rim shot. We need That's a rim great. shot. Yeah, come on, Alex. I don't know who's we said on the episode with Kevin <laughs> McHale, we got to get the Kevin McHale rim shot. We'll add Kate's laugh and the Kevin McHale rim shot. Yeah, can it, I, Alex, can you do a thing where you make it a rim shot and then you go Kevin McHale? Okay. <laughs> and can you use the way I just said it, or you can do your own version of it? Okay. Hard I'm not going to artistically <laughs> mess with I the won't. way that you want to make the Kevin McHale rim shot <laughs> because I'm a good boss. He didn't say nothing. Great. He didn't say nothing. Let's keep going. <laughs> Alex, going back unionized. in your cage. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, no, we we started we started fucking and and uh, you know I used to pride myself on the way I took strap. You know what I mean? Like, and I think I think like rap music really. Like, really? Like, because you'd be like, ah, this pussy, ah, do tricks on it, ah, don't like, you know what I mean? And you can't do that. And you're suddenly like, I'm letting Trina down. You know what I mean? Like, you, don't, you don't feel like yourself anymore. And like, and so I was like, I started to fake it, you know what I mean? But if you're faking it with a strap on, like, that's just theater. Like, nobody's, nobody's having fun, you know? So, yeah, that was, like, I had to, we eventually gave up. (laughs) I really, it's just theater. Really? I mean, like, you're just like, what am I doing here? Like, you know, so that was the last time I fucked with a strap. And I say, I tell that story because now I am free and clear. And that's wonderful. Yes. And I, and I started putting, thank you. Thank you. That's just my pussy clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, uh, you know, and I haven't had, I feel like I got a new pussy almost, you know what I mean? And I haven't been strapped yet and I'm looking for the right stud. I don't know how many studs listen to this (laughs) podcast. Fuck. It's a predominantly white audience. Fine. Yeah. You know what? Non-binary fuck boys. With a fat ass, I need a fat ass. I I, I love but a white. But the thing is, I do know the types of whites that you like. So, listener, write in. I thought that would get a bigger laugh. <laughs> well, I thought no, because I thought we were writing a description. Oh, oh. <laughs> like literally, all of my non-binary listeners yeah, yeah. look like that person yes, that you're yes, describing. Yes, yes. So I think you'll be fine. Yes. I do like titties and a fat ass, but I'm good with whatever. I'm good with whatever. I do like a fat ass. I do like a fat ass. You've mentioned it about 45 times. I'm sorry. (laughs) Look. It's what I like. You like what you like. I like what I like. But, you know, at this point, whatever. Just got, you just got to have good. A fat ass. A fat ass, preferably. But good stroke game and not. (laughs) Not You pull out a long receipt. That's exactly what I was going to say. 
You actually, just, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you just you gotta turn to page 54 in your books. <laughs> exactly. This is new pussy. This is new pussy. You gotta like meet the criteria. You know, come on. You deserve it. Thank you deserve you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I probably don't, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's so the thing you said about theater is like truly one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so do you, do you, how long have you been out? Um, uh, I've been out since I was like 15, 16. Damn. Uh, but I did, I did date men for a little while um, in college. Yeah. Where does your, where sexual, like in terms of sexuality, like are you dating men at all? I mean, I am attracted to, okay. So what's funny is I was attracted to men, but I honestly think it was a hormonal imbalance because <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's a medical anomaly. <laughs> I swear. Cause like I started being attracted to men like in college really. And I was like, what's happening? What's going on with me? And I think it was the hormones because the fibroids. Not- I was about to say the yes, fibroids. Yes. And then I took Lupron, which gave me menopause symptoms and ended all my periods. And from then, I stopped being attracted to like all men. Then, like, I think the symptoms started to let up, and I'm like attracted to some men now. But you got to be like really pretty in the face, and you got to have a fat ass. (laughs) Shocker! (laughs) Shocker that you're into a fat ass. Sorry. (laughs) Even when you know, like, even when I was like into men, you still had to have a pretty face and a fat ass. But like now, like, even still, like the men that I was attracted to. You're talking about cis men. Yes, queer, even, even trans men. Uh, I yeah, uh, like, right. You gotta have no, a pretty, pretty I guess face what, and a fat ass. Yes. Okay, yeah. Excuse me for implying that anyone that you fuck doesn't uh, have a fat yeah. ass. I have fucked some people without a fat Basically, ass, but not many. I <laughs> I could not be less your type. No, I have absolutely no ass, but you have a pretty face. I do have a nice. You have a pretty face. You got <laughs> nice a, hair. I have a nice face. And you know, you could you could put a little something. I've <laughs> I've really that. tried. Have you really tried? I have tried. If you if if, if you I don't know if you like running your hands across like a like a smooth wall, <laughs> <laughs> my butt might be the butt for you. No, I mean, listen. You're white, so I think the, 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 the criteria is different. No, no, because I have dated white girls with great butts. But I, you can have a great ass and still have a small ass. You can also be black and have a, a flat ass. You sure can. It's, <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> it happens. It actually one in four black people. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> and for less than the price of a cup of coffee a day. You can buy a BBL <laughs> for, for an afflicted black person. <laughs> <laughs> well that was so funny thank you for sharing we're gonna we're gonna go to maddie maddie did you have gay sex this week i did not have gay sex this week thanks for teasing me um <laughs> still a virgin yes i did not but i did we I... should check in on your status <laughs> we we have like a blackboard here that literally just says 500 days since maddie's I'm tally marks, tally yeah, marks tally on the side marks. of the wall, like I'm stranded just, on an island. Just <laughs> Dude, to your headboard. I <laughs> just get shakier and shakier every day you go without pussy. I can move my vibrator into a Wilson, like from. <laughs> What's your zodiac sign? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I am there, okay? I am right there. <laughs> oh, that's it. <enough. laughs>
That was so funny. <laughs> You're like out to sea. Your vibrator's floating away. Wilson! <laughs> no, it's a non-binary name. It's kiosk! Kiosk! I know that's your joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's your joke. Okay. So funny. <laughs> anyway. I did not have gay sex this week, but I do have a finger blast from the past of the time I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, the way I presented the story to you is a spoiler. So I'm earlier when we were off the podcast. I, I don't remember. Okay, then good. <laughs> well, it's good to have like geriatric millennials in your life. Your stories are fresh in one ear out the other. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's not my memory. It's that I don't give a shit. <laughs> Go on, whatever you were saying. So Fucking this virgin. Is a, um... <laughs> fucking dweeb <laughs> this is a very dweeb you're story. so sweet i'm worried i'm worried that the listeners who don't know you are gonna be like ashley you're really mean to maddie no it's like really it's good it's fun it's i'm gonna get fun. you laid dude oh i thought oh. You were, i'm gonna get you like i'm gonna make you cry like i'm gonna like <laughs> i was like it's fun when she rose me and you're like i'm gonna get you one day it will not be fun <laughs> but thank you okay wait so okay this is a very dweeb hall monitor like anxiety story is I was, um, and I apologize, it's very straight. Uh, but, okay, well, you it's don't not have to I was apologize. There. Some of our <laughs> listeners are straight. Many of them are not gay gay. You know what I mean? A lot of them are bi or pan. Some of them have slept with men, even if they're gay now. Why does no one <laughs> literally I'm hung up on gay gay? <laughs> Some of them have slept with men. Because when I say this, I'm, I'm enacting my 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 youth youth cancel powers for gay gay. Yeah, what yeah. What do I yeah. play, Charlie? What what the fuck noise do I play for that? Whatever you want, just have, not the goal one because that breaks the soundboard. I guess the what buzzer is sex is... guns. What? Oh, <laughs> sex sounds. Yeah, play what that one. So the thing is, when I say gay gay, I mean I use gay as an umbrella term. Gay is like literally anyone who oh, has like done qu queer queer. Kind of? Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. I just I just like it. But I then, thought you're using it like like like. No like, no 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 no. <laughs> I'm not being like you know what actually gay. <laughs> I'm not canceling my whole fucking career right now. <laughs> you know the real type of gay, not the stupid gay that you guys are. <laughs> the fake gay. No, I mean real gay, gay gay. The people who matter. Yes. <laughs> that satire. I don't know why I'm coaching the. I, the show last night was so whatever continue okay so oh so the, okay so the story very hall monitor vibes i was with this guy who would later become my boyfriend but at the time we had only been seeing each other for like maybe two weeks so it was not like like we were basically just still hooking up at this point we were not in a relationship and i was at his house how old were you this was like two years ago like very like a few months before covid okay i was in college okay Sorry not to brag because I'm just like so young and my pussy's so tight. I was just gonna say, <laughs> I was just gonna say, I can feel your tight pussy from here. You better fucking She's, work. You know what? They've got a uterus and everything. That's right. That's crazy. <laughs> Sounds ghetto though. <laughs> uterus. <laughs> I was with this guy. We've been hooking up, and I was like at his house, and then in the middle of the night, I like woke up, and I like felt insane i would felt like hot and lightheaded and like something's wrong and so i stood up he was still asleep and i stood up and i like walked towards the kitchen like he had roommates in this kitchen and i like next thing i know i'm waking up on the floor of the kitchen i had passed <gasps> out and fallen onto the floor and i was like are you a fainter 
no, I've never fainted before in my life. And that I was like, been really scary. I, fe- I was like, I feel really bad and weird. And I just passed out like, like legit cartoon passed out, like fell on the floor and had like hit my body. And I was like, so I went and woke him up and I was like, something is like really wrong. I don't know what's happening. And I, this part of it is a little fuzzy to me, but apparently he was talking to me. And every time I passed out, again, I passed out like five more times. And every time I stood up, like one time he handed me a water and I like just dropped it and passed out. Like I was like, out of it and he was starting to be like this is really weird <laughs> he was starting to be like no no he was he was this he is was why like, you have like to a- be gay gay now because- <laughs> yeah, what? because men being like she's fainted five times this is starting to feel <laughs> starting to feel like maybe i should after the google seven- what happens <laughs> Well, yeah, after, I, the seventh, after the seventh, after the seventh time, he's like, I'll text a friend. I guess we can't fuck. I guess, <laughs> I guess it's weird now. No, he was very like nice about it and was like helping me walk me to the bathroom. And I was like, let me just like go to the bathroom. Maybe I'll feel better in a second. And I went to the bathroom and I peed blood. And I was like, bro, I, I was like, I am dying. And he was like, yeah, this is fucking insane. Like we're calling an ambulance. We called an ambulance. They come to the house. He. This sweet man who, like, we, again, we had only been hooking up for, like, two weeks. Like, we're not in a relationship. And he was like. I will say this type of experience is when you go from the hooking up phase into the dating phase. Oh, fully. I was like, I'm in love with this man now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he got in the ambulance with me and, like, stayed in the hospital overnight until, like, 5 a.m. And, but this is so funny. To be fair, you kind of have to. Yeah. Also, it's like, what are you going to be like? Okay, bye. Let me know how it goes. Like, I was like, I'm dying. I'm I'm, I'm going to find another thick bitch. (laughs) 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 This one's broken. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, no, no. This one's broken. <laughs> Excuse me, this one's peeing blood. I'm gonna have to send it back. Can I return no, it? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Like, is there another one? We're alone in your house right now. We're on customer service. But he came to the hospital with me, and we were like, no, in you the just hospital. Amazon Prime that shit. They've got Prime now. <laughs> when we were in the hospital, this is just like a side note, but we looked it up, and it had a two star review for a hospital and I was like that should be illegal <laughs> seems crazy but Yelp was like this hospital sucks I and I was like say, this is not subjective I'm gonna play devil's advocate here on that is there a hospital with a five-star review yes yeah. we looked it up this one was bad oh really <laughs> yeah because like my dad died at New York Presbyterian I don't know how I'm leaving that hospital being like five out of five <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm scarred for life, but the service was impeccable. My dad died right on time. Not a moment early, not a moment late. He went quietly. He went peacefully. <laughs> he juice after. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's dark. That's so funny. Anyway, yeah. continue. Oh, but so we're in this shitty hospital or no, it's like an ER or whatever. And, um, and then we're there, we get there at maybe like 2am. We're there till like five or 7am. We're there like all night and he's like staying with me. And then finally they're like doing all these like blood tests and stuff. And then eventually like whatever it was like 7am, the doctor comes in and he was like, yeah, so, uh, you have a UTI and you're dehydrated. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you passed out because you didn't drink enough water and you have a UTI? <laughs> I was like, I'm dying. And they were like, just drink water and wash your pussy, wow. you gross bitch. <laughs> and that was all it was. And he was so. Well, they gave you medication for the UTI. Yeah, they gave yeah. me antibiotics. Yeah. And we were walking home and he was like, 
you gotta be fucking kidding me dude wow. like it's like i dragged us to this er this guy like barely but knew that's the, time. the thing about the human body is it does weird shit even when it's not a total emergency and i will yeah, say like but it felt like i was dying i have um i have like a medical thing that makes me faint a fair amount i used to faint all the time but what I didn't realize is is exacerbated when I'm dehydrated or I haven't mm. eaten enough food. Mm. And a normal person might not faint at that. But like because of my stuff, I'm it's crazy. The human body is crazy. Well, and it's interesting because since then there's been two different times that I've been with somebody who was that I like a stranger who was like passing out, fainting, freaking out, same thing. Like I think I'm dying. And I was like, I've been here before. The blood's rushing out of your head, lay on the ground. Don't try to stand back yeah, up. Exactly. And both times they were like better in like ten minutes. And yeah. it's not like this crazy thing that never happens. No, it's a, it's a true. I I you just need to lay on the ground, stay flat, eat, drink water. I I mean I'm not trying to bash the people who have sex with men, but <laughs> I heard that dick gives you UTIs. I believe it. Yeah. I, I know people who start. It's true. Because men, no shade, don't wash their dick sometimes. Alex like, watches, washes his dick. I make him do it before him he comes into the apartment. <laughs> I have a special shower out there. It's not even a shower. It's a hose. I take the hose. I lead him outside. I say, Alex, wash that filthy <laughs> dick. Wash your filthy dick before you come in. Get in all the crevices. I don't know what they are. Don't tell me about them. Get the balls, get the taint, wash your filthy, filthy dick, Alex. I don't need a UTI, okay? <laughs> it spreads, it's airborne. You get, <laughs> put a mask over that thing. <laughs> it's true, though. It, dicks are, the people always talk about, like, how pussies are woo, and they do. They have all kinds of things going on. There's flora and fauna. But, <laughs> like, dicks are, like, and they don't wash them correctly, like, lesbians boil their dicks Let men don't <laughs> boil their dicks they barely get up in there you know what i'm saying i, I think the broader message is here is hygiene is important and it affects your sexual partners so take care of yourself see your doctor wash your filthy dick boil them and you gotta pee after sex <laughs> i was just passing yes. out and yes. falling asleep and it's yes. like you can't do that i do know a number because i i've slept with so many bisexual women I do know a number who they they say like when they have sex with men they get yeast infections or they get UTIs. Yeah, I've gotten so, like nine UTIs in a year if I'm like regularly. And I will sex. say right it's now, like, I've never had sex with a man. I've never had a UTI or a yeast infection. You've never had Whoa. sex with the, with a man. And that's why when I say gay, gay, that's right. I mean <laughs> that we are an elite species. That's right. <laughs> I'm never had kidding. Sex with any kind of man, any man at all. No, I've kissed a man. But you've never had say, oh, someone's adventurous. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't never... know why I called him a man. We were teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not even, not even. I feel like yeah, a boy. Boys. A, yeah. I've kissed a boy. Yeah, no. So, but you've never, you've never. No. Wow, crazy. That's yep. cool. You think you'll do it like as like a bucket list thing? <laughs> like, like, like just as die. a joke, like for the bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when you're 85 and you think. <laughs> I have thought about it from like a scientific perspective. I'd be interested to like know what it feels like. But the idea of, of violating my own like body that, you know what I mean? Like, because I wouldn't be into it. It's like drugs. I don't do any drugs. I don't drink. But I'm I am fascinated by the idea of what my what it would feel like. Mm. But I would never jeopardize my sobriety and my <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I would never do that. And for the same reasons, I would not have sex with a man, even though I 
think it might be interesting. Yeah, no, it's bad for you. So definitely, <laughs> it's definitely like cocaine in that way. It well, kills a lot of people every year. Yes, yes. <laughs> 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 um, well, this is a, maybe our most male bashing episode. Oh, I'm ever- so sorry. <laughs> For the straight men and the gay men who listen and all the all the men, no matter what type of man you are, we we love you. If you've got a dick, we're sure it's very clean. And thank you for going to the hospital with Maddie. Yeah, yeah thank that's you. really nice. That was really <laughs> sweet. Really that was very sweet. sweet. Do you still hook up with him or whatever? No, no, he lives in a different state, but oh. he's he a goes friend. to a different school. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's super cool. And yeah. he's not my mom, and that story's not about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom did not drive me to the hospital. It was a boy that I liked. <laughs> um, let's do some plugs. What are you working on? Where can we find you? Christ, I'm a cracker. Uh, I, all I do is work. Uh, but uh, what am I working on? I'm probably going to try to get Loud Bitch Comedy back together. Come, What is that? Oh, it's a show that I used to do, a queer femme uh, BIPOC comedy show with a one diversity comic who is a straight says white man <laughs> um no yeah so loud bitch comedy please look out for that soon um and, and what are your handles and my handle is sharia mattis comedy on uh instagram and sharia did that on twitter and sharia did that on tiktok um I'm oh good gonna... are you posting barely i'm really bad with the social media you thing. are a very talented comedian I and to. I hope that people are able to go and find your stuff online because you are so talented. I will be posting more stuff. My manager and is you do Sunday school all the time. Yes, yes. Come see me. A regular on Sunday yes. school. So, and sometimes I'm at Stand Up New York. If you can stand to be there, I I'll be there. It's really fun when when I'm there, and um, when I'm not. Also, all right. Weird Stand Up New York shout out on the podcast. <laughs> Maddie, you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram and YouTube, Maddie Weiner, and my Instagram is Maddie T Weiner. Um, post stand up there and i also have all my road dates at the link tree in my instagram bio so come see me on the road and if you're not following me at this point fuck off (laughs) all right (laughs) uh patreon tour dates the whole thing thanks guys listener i think i i made it uh, the gay thought this week guys uh tour dates patreon blah the gay thought this week are you even here listener that's my gay thought listener are you even listening Help! Is anyone out there? This is the gay thought. Are you still listening? Should I even be doing these? I'm straight now. Oh, I love sucking dick. La 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 la. I have a boyfriend. Have a good week. <laughs>